0: and a very warm welcome once again with today's chapter on this virtual platform of Masterclass with fearless Educator in collaboration with Helios Educor. I am Nalini Astana, a professional with 25 years of experience in the industry of education, serving in a wide area of employment spectrum, ranging from teaching to training to administration. I have been into pedagogical training for more than a decade and a half and have trained more than 2000 teachers and principals on subject enrichment and organizational development. Proven to my competency in implementing large-scale training programs, I got the opportunity to impart exclusive training for diet, SCRT, and other educational brands as DPS, DPSG society. I also developed the content for CBSC, CTAT and online assessment for various examination and for foreign universities too. Deeply working in the arena of trainings, I have also been associated with India's most renowned institution, ISER, NIT, NIFTM, DTU, LPU, and many more in my kitty. Being a responsible citizen, I laid my hand to help the society through closely working with the large multinationals and corporates on their CSR projects and ESG disclosure mechanism. So this was all about me. And now I would like to introduce you with our today's speaker. He is a graduate as a mechanical engineer and attained his master's degree in business management from Greenwich University, London. He was inspired by the responsible recycling mechanism present in UK and the dire need for such a system in our own country for our sustainable growth. The idea got into the shape of Namo e-waste in 2014. And since then, with his enthusiasm at, at a young age of 28 years, he has take, uh, taken up a big step to reach the goal of building one of the most e-waste recycling facilities in India. Building a successful model problem and of uh, competition and unorganized sector, reverse logistics, cost and lack of awareness within the stakeholders for such type of recycling. He has, a, he has a, uh, delivered a complete model for channelization of the waste through our various online and offline initiatives. His model included both B2B and B2C collection of e-waste. So we'll be coming to know about all this more from his own, uh, uh, from Mr. Akshay itself. So now uh, Namo is the present in about 28 states of India with its franchisees, collection centers and channel partners. As an entrepreneur, Akshay is very flamboyant in putting up his views and in this young person to be an invited as a policy making meets by various ministries. He has featured at many event as speakers, panelists and featured by leading media house also on, build on top budding up entrepreneurs in India. So with the great Zeal and with great enthusiasm, let's welcome our today's young entrepreneur and a leader coming up who is taking care of the e-waste of India. No one none other than Akshay Jain. Akshay Jain, you're most welcome here. We want to see you.
1: Thank you, uh Naliniji. Uh, it's an it's an honor to be here. I think it's a fantastic initiative that you guys have taken up and I also get to hear about some of the ideas which have been floating around in last few days and I think it's a an, it's an fantastic initiative and uh, also a great uh, introduction and uh, thank you again for that. So uh, good evening everyone, um, it's my pleasure to be with you all and uh, I think uh, it's a real good initiative for uh, fearless educators uh, to take this up. And I think I'm very happy when I'm talking to you guys because I am reaching out to an audience who are shaping the young minds of India. You guys as school principals, teachers, you lay that foundation in a young mind which makes them what they are and which affects their personality forever. And uh, what the, the, the basic foundation which a person gets at school I think uh, it just stays with him throughout his life. So my topic for today is uh, a potential career opportunity in waste management. Since I have been really lucky to get into something which has been progressive. See, waste management is a concern, is a, is a one of the most primary concerns around the world for all the governments. As a nation, no nation has gone to an efficiency of over 90% in being able to formalize formally channelize and recycle its waste. So uh, when it comes to the developed countries, they had this option. They, they had this option for a while where they would just dispose their hazardous waste to Africa or China or India or the or the undeveloped or the undeveloped uh, countries. But I think for a country like us, India. Now, we are growing at a very, very rapid pace. The technology is evolving every day. So, there is a dire need to have those latest technology, latest gadgets, and latest things at your disposal. So, in and on, we are consuming a lot. We are a big market. Uh, when it comes to electronics, I think India is the fastest growing consumer electronic market in the world so simultaneously what happens is that we are also generating a lot of waste now uh, we have seen in a country like china where the sustainable infrastructure was not there to handle their potential waste growth uh, generation whereas india cannot uh, go like china because you know we are a much more ethical country in india sanitation and waste management is it goes way back to our culture where you know even in our harappan culture the proper sewage system was found out after it was dug up hundreds of years after uh, you know it was in the ground so in india we go a long back in terms of sanitized sanitation and waste management uh, we have a common culture that we have to take off our shoes before entering a temple or a holy place so all this india cannot uh, commit the same mistake to what china did they have not been able to successfully manage their waste. And that's the reason why their cities are hurt badly. Their environment uh, issues are much more uh, than, than than India. Because India, for India, we are at a breakthrough point And if we don't manage it now, if we don't take the necessary steps right now, it's going to be a huge problem for us as well in the future.
0: Uh, so actually, so- uh shall i ask you a question if you allow me
1: please ma'am go ahead
0: yeah so what made you to think and pursue such kind of career it's almost a your career now so you have taken up as a career of yours and you become uh, you are an entrepreneur in this sector so what made you to think of this why all of a sudden it came to your mind or it was just a planting thing from your Family side. What was the reason?
1: I would like a little little bit of both. A little bit of both. So for me, my family was always into waste management. Uh, Like my father was into recycling of non-ferrous metals. So when I was, uh, I think you said it in my introduction as well. When I was doing my post graduation in UK, so I got a chance to visit some of my dad's suppliers. Uh, You know, uh, people who were selling us that non-ferrous scrap. When I went there, I saw some uh, piles of e-waste. And I asked them, like, what are you doing with this waste? Because metals, we all know, metals are recyclable. Most of the metals are recycled at an efficiency of more than 95%. So I said, what happens to this kind of waste? Because it was new for me. Uh, I'm talking about 2011. And in India we hardly ever talked about e-waste. so when i saw it there and i saw it as a big challenge for them well they said that now that they cannot dump it in african countries anymore because of the anti-dumping laws because of the who restrictions so they were even worried about what they, they 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 will do because the cost of recycling for them is huge for them that manpower is not cheap like india so you know uh, relating that to indian scenario i thought if 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 the britishers are facing a, a, a challenge with recycling of this waste so what might happen to india because you know we were growing since 2010 the mobile phone market has taken off so uh, i i i uh, related that to indian scenario that this would be a much much bigger problem for us if we are, if we don't uh, uh, do t- take the necessary measures right now so when i came back to india i So e-waste didn't come up very promptly. So I was researching through various different waste waste fields. I went for plastic waste study. Then I went for uh, waste tire recycling study, rubber recycling. I tried a few things, but out of that, most of them won't work after a certain level because of the economics involved. So why electronic waste in particularly got my attention is that uh, the e-waste is growing at more than 30% per annum that's one of the facts i'm going to i'm going to talk about these facts in my, in my presentation as well so uh, broadly i think e-waste in particular got my attention because of the value that is present in e-waste and the high rate of generation and the lack of solutions that were present in the country
0: it was it was this behind uh, the management of e-waste and uh... We would like to know more about e-waste and how at a micro level you have started uh, contributing to it.
1: So uh, e-waste is uh, basically your, any electronic device, uh, starting from your mobile phones, televisions, computer, laptops, microwave, mixer, juicer, grinder. So anything that worked on electricity after the end of life, it becomes e-waste so it ranges from consumer electronics white goods uh, uh, mobile phones telecommunication so uh, there are various categories of e waste but the primary definition is any electrical product after the end of life it becomes your e waste so you are surrounded by e waste and why it is kept in the hazardous category see as such we are all surrounded by electronics everywhere so electronics are not hazardous otherwise uh, they would have never sold that in the market now why? When this uh, e-waste becomes hazardous, when you give it to a kabadi wala, or when we dump it irresponsibly, we just you know sell it for a hundred rupees to our kabadi wala, whoever comes to our doorstep. So this is where your e-waste goes into the informal recycling mechanism, where it is treated in in the worst of the manners. They would just burn the whole thing up they, uh, they uh, the, the toxics will go out into into the environment and they would c- come back and take out the valuables so that's the level of treatment uh, that that is done by the informal sector uh, there are emissions in the form of acid leaching there are emissions uh, as smoke uh, and there are other many hazards that comes out for example, just let me give you a basic example. Uh, your CRT television uh, with cathode ray tubes. CRT means cathode ray tubes. So all these old televisions they have elements like mercury, phosphorus, sulfur in them. Mercury is a highly, highly, highly toxic element for a human body. Even the slightest exposure of mercury can cause cancer, and uh, it is present in high volumes in those CRT TVs. So e-waste needs to be very carefully handled there might be some really bad emissions, which directly affect the human health. See, we are talking about automobile pollution. Delhi has come out with an odd even scheme uh, 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 to manage the automobile pollution. But I think uh, that is only a 6% contributor to our toxic air. So 94% comes from sources like this, which are hardly known to the people. There is very little awareness on these subjects and uh, whereas a lot of emphasis should be given because this is a product. Uh, E-waste, uh, when it goes to the informal sector, it starts from us. It starts from every household. So if we spread the awareness right throughout the masses, when people are aware, they are willing to contribute. No one, we all are breathing in the same air, and no one. Uh, wants to pass this to our future generation. So everybody is willing to contribute, but that awareness awareness has to be spread out, right? You have to reach out to the people and that is what our uh, initiative has been about. So from the very first day since we got into this business, we have been reaching out to people through awareness drives, collection drives, social media campaigns, and there are other measures that, that, that we are doing. I would like you all to go to our social media pages and just have a look at the kind of initiatives that we are doing even with children, even with the school children. So we have gone out, we have reached out to many schools in NCR where we are regularly giving them awareness programs for the children. And I think uh, many mass awareness activities should be looked at just to raise this awareness. This is a very fairly new topic for India, but I think it's of a... It's of a huge relevance.
0: Yeah, it's, it's really a, a big thing which we have to think about. So, Akshiji, ji, I would love you to elaborate on your Namo e-waste project. As you have shared with us your PPT, it's displaying there. So, please do share about it because we want to know more about it, how you are doing it.
1: Uh-huh. To to start with an introduction, so NAMU e-waste was uh, uh, formed in 2014, it took us about a year and a half to set up the plant and everything uh, uh, to get the know-how of the technology because it's it's, uh, it's a very complex technology uh, which deals in recycling of e-waste. So, in 2015, uh, we started uh, collection and recycling when we reached out to the The market. So, uh, our Namo e waste is authorized by the Haryana Pollution Board and Central Pollution Board. Uh, uh, We have a capacity of recycling 6,000 metric tons uh, of e waste per annum in our first facility. And uh, since 2015 till date, we have recycled more than 20,000 tons of e waste in, in the Faridabad facility. Can we move on to the next slide? so uh, uh, i have just briefed uh, you a little about what e-waste is so so our effort constantly has been working towards a sustainable environment of course we are in a sector that gives us a chance to do something good for ourselves as well as the community at the same time we are trying to create a lot of awareness i briefly touched that as well uh, that we are doing it through on field campaigns where we are going out to the rws we are installing e-waste bins permanently there with the help of rwas so uh, you know from every household we are talking about uh, very little uh, forms of e-waste for example your pencil batteries that are there in your tata sky remotes and your television and air conditioner remotes so uh, uh, i think uh, earlier before the formal waste management system all these things were going to the dustbin even when i didn't start uh, when i was not aware of the e-waste thing so even my uh, own batteries, they were going into municipal bins and I think that is again a cause of big hazard. So that is the awareness that we are trying to uh, create overall uh, uh, so that we can support our initiative. Now, what, one of the important factors which recycling does is that we can create a circular economy. So everything that comes out uh, from the resources, from the natural resources that's being brought back into the mainframe after it becomes a waste so overall uh, uh, let me give you an example where aluminum if it's it, it is extracted from bauxite ore so uh, recycling uh, of aluminum uh, in a furnace compared to extraction of aluminum from the bauxite ore bauxite ore there is a difference of 72 times uh, less emissions when it when uh, when it is recycled in the factory so uh, when aluminum is taken out of the bauxite ore, you put a huge pressure uh, on the uh, wild wild mining of it. So this is what we are trying to do with the circular economy. I think that's an important term for all of you, uh, for all of you to, to note, uh, we can, you can uh, do, kids, kids do some project on, on this thing. It's, it's a thing of the future. Let's go to the next, next slide. Now, this is a little breakup of how e-waste is scattered throughout India. It's rising at a rate of 30% per annum and India is generating close to 2 2- to 2.5 million tons of e-waste. And as that, we are the fourth largest producer of e-waste in the world. So, as e-waste can be mostly termed as urban waste uh, because uh, so the per capita waste generation in the urban areas is much higher. And that is what we have shown in the map where cities like Bangalore, Mumbai, Hyderabad, Delhi, Kolkata, they have a much higher rate of generation of e-waste. Next slide, please. There are, again, some facts and figures. Uh, that mobile phone users in India has increased from 1.1 billion to to 310 million subscribers. So I think it's a big jump and again, India is the fastest growing consumer electronic market. Uh, So we are are soon taking over the rest of the world when it comes to consumption of electronics. I'm talking about consumption per capita wise. Next slide please. now one of the the harsh realities about india is that out of this 2 million tons that we generate uh, of e-waste 90% of it is recycled by the informal sector uh, now informal sector as i've already told they have no awareness about the hazards on themselves as well as the surroundings so they they commit all those mistakes they will just simply burn the material and take out the valuables leave uh, dump rest of the things in the ground or in the water so they are just completely unaware uh, even with the even with the informal worker who is working in this sector with my personal experience i have only seen a lifespan of 20 to 30 years so a fairly young guy who is just 35 he looks like a 55 year old because he has been dealing with in those hazardous hazardous waste and completely unaware of what he has done to his own health as well as for others as well so that's i think one of the real harsh realities about india that 90% is formal by the informal sector whereas a little initiative i think government has come out with nice regulations now which is helping us to uh, you know decrease decrease this number as more and more and more waste is now reaching out to the formal recyclers next slide i think recycling uh, is important because not uh, just circular economy it also gives us a lot a lot of other things it has a lot of other things to offer as well for example uh, so what happens when we when we uh, recycle something when when a gadget is refurbished it is sold back into the market at just 30% of the price of a new product. So, in a way, recycling makes technology accessible to the underprivileged. Now, we have been supplying laptops at 10000 bucks. the laptops which otherwise cost like 50000 as a new product. So, I think uh, it's more affordability in buying recycling products, uh, just uh, if someone can deliver it. Now, safe disposal of hazardous elements, of course, with safe disposal, if there are no hazardous emin- emissions, uh, so we all feel a little more safe. Recycling also creates jobs, for example, just e-waste recycling in India in the last three years has created more than 200,000 jobs uh, in the formal sector, sustainable environment CSR activities. Now, recycling is also taken up under CSR projects by various corporates and they are funding organizations like us to create more and more awareness uh, in the public domain. Now, the sixth point here uh, is extended producer responsibility, and these are the guidelines that I'm talking about, which have come out from the government of India in 2016. Now, this has really created a huge impact on the e waste recycling industry as the onus of collection and recycling has been given to the producers. Now the government has a view on this, that if you are producing, you are the producer and you are polluting uh, uh, the Indian market with your products, then it is your moral responsibility, your social responsibility to collect it after the end of the life and get it recycled by a formal recycler. So under this initiatives now, uh, your electronic manufacturers like Samsung, LG and all these uh, apples And all these big companies, they are now rolling out huge funds to create that awareness and infrastructure for formalized recycling in India. So I think that's a very good move, which is uh, done by the government uh, in 2016. And uh, uh, it has helped people like us who were in the formal uh, industry, who were earlier competing with the informal recyclers. And now it, it just gives a huge opportunity for people like us. Next, please. Uh, another another slide. Yeah. So I would uh, take you through uh, our process and what exactly happens. You can change the slide in between after uh, I just uh, read this. So uh, the first thing is data de- data destruction. So for any organization, I think data security is really important. While disposing your computers and mobile phones especially. So a lot of uh, confidential data is exposed when you when your laptop when your old laptop or your old, uh, old computer goes out in the market. So for that, uh, the, the first step, step that we do is that we collect your device, we take out the hard disk and uh, do a formal data destruction service on them. So this is done through softwares or just completely dismantling and shredding, the hard disk. So that's the first step in formalized recycling, which is called data destruction, which is your data security uh, so that nothing confidential or uh, unwanted goes out from your organization. Now the second step is uh, asset refur- refurbishment. So when the material is collected through our collection channels, it is brought back to the recycling facilities. The first thing that is done is uh, the gadgets are separated into repairable and non-repairable the repairable ones are being refurbished and they are sold back into the market at a, at almost a 30% price of a new one. So uh, it is much more affordable and we try to bring that same value and quality assurance into a product after we refurbish it. Now the non-repairable ones are the ones which are sent for dismantling and recycling operations. Now during the recycling operations and dismantling, the valuables are extracted. Uh, can you take me to the next slide? So this is the entire flowchart of the process. So in dismantling, all these metals are separated from each other. For example, we are going to dismantle our refrigerator. We will take out the aluminium, we will take out the compressor, which will further give us iron, copper, plastics are, are being separated. So all these metals and plastic are separated from each other. Printed circuit boards are taken out, wires are taken out, which are again shed for dis- again sh- sent for shredding and recycling. So our job is to create a uh, clean commodity. Once we dismantle it, segregate it, sort it, uh, then, then what we receive is a clean metal. It's, it's just clean commodity and that is being further sold to the reprocessors or recycler. For example, aluminum goes to uh, our parent company, Namo Alloys, where uh, we have the whole uh, furnace system for treating secondary aluminum and the whole process that 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 uh, we have here we have got no emissions in the form of any toxic gases chemicals or any other kind of emissions the hazardous uh, things that are generated during the process of dismantling and recycling is being dumped to the government approved disposal sites so we always have a tie up with them we take out the cfc gases we take out the crt the crt glasses we take out the PU, the PU foam which is present in refrigerators, and all these things are responsibly dumped to the government approved sites. Next slide, please. Next, next, next slide. So we are currently. We are currently present in about 22 states of India through our franchises. We also have a running franchisee model where people can join our network. Uh, they can be a franchise. It's impossible for someone like us to reach out to each and every household in India. So we are engaging more and more people into our formalized mechanism where they can be, uh, they can be our pick up and drop points. They collect and accumulate uh, waste for us and when they have a truckload, they will just send it to us. We are giving them a fair value, a reasonable price in return and it all works out as a good sustainable business model. Next slide please. these are the awareness initiatives that i have been uh, talking about uh, we have been putting up e-waste bins uh, in the in the in the condos in the high end societies and uh, i think we are getting a lot of good response from people now as uh, it takes a little bit of time to establish that model because once we go to any place i mean it just becomes uh, then then people come out and they, they, they see a solution being presented at their doorstep they start getting into the act. It takes a little bit of time to reach out to them, but once it is installed, it becomes a general habit. And we have seen that transformation happening at many places where the whole consumer behavior has changed uh, after the awareness sessions. So. this is a few of our media coverage. We have been lucky to be featured by Discovery Channel. Uh, you guys can go to uh, the, the Discovery video. It's there on YouTube. The show was called Planet Healer. So that the entire show is featured on us. That shows you uh, the entire process on video, complete recycling of electronic waste. I would request you all to go on to the, uh, the video after we end this session for your own uh, knowledge. Next slide. So guys, I think uh, I have uh, given a brief of uh, what we do. These are some of our fantastic clients, so our clients range from uh, Facebook, Google to all these big corporates, I think, Uh, but I would like to give a lot of credit to the government for coming out with really robust policies in last three years, uh, which has helped this sector grow. And that's the reason. Uh, when when I say that the, the, the waste management as a career path uh, for for young people, for new generation entrepreneurs this is the primary reasons because now we have a proactive government who has taken those initiatives and set up a frame line for the future where you know uh, this sector will be constantly growing and growing. So that ends my presentation here I think uh, Nalini has uh, one more question. Um, i have a
0: number of questions Akshay, and uh, let me tell you after listening to you it has opened uh, my mind and probably to uh, i believe that my audience mind as well that how much uh, it's a how big a hazard it is and we were not totally i can say totally unaware of it And in this concern, as we are uh, right now with educators, uh, our uh, present audience is educators. So I would like, Akshay, that you please tell us that how would you like our educational institution to take it up and save our Mother Earth, how they can uh, inculcate in the form of a value in the students so or how they can teach them to take it as a project whatsoever means what what are the ways and means how educational institutions should take it up
1: see um, i think uh, the 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 good habits are installed uh, at a very early age that's the period of foundation For everyone and that's why you guys have a a moral responsibility in shaping up uh, you know you can shape up uh, children's mind the way the way the way we want it I, i think firstly we all have to be aware about this thing waste segregation is really really important the primary the most important thing that we really lack in india is that we don't know how to segregate our waste and that starts from uh, uh, segregation from dry waste wet waste similarly your electronic waste is a different category it cannot be dumped in a in a in a municipal dustbin so that awareness has to and it starts from the consumer behavior so i think uh we when we work with these schools we we uh we we make the kids uh, do some kind of presentations or posters about the hazards they make their own things with the with e waste so there are n number of uh, you know different initiatives that that can be taken up uh, that that can uh, i will answer these questions later so there are uh, many creative options which are there like children uh, they have done a play uh, recently i was at a school program they invited me as a guest so the the children they presented the whole play on electronic waste that how it is affecting the mother earth and then uh, it was a beautiful enactment and uh, so the message was given out to parents even after the session after the play a lot of parents they, they contacted us that you know we have five kgs of e-waste at our home and we want to give it to you so uh, i think uh, at a young age if children can be taught this i'm not just in particularly talking about e-waste but the overall uh, overall awareness of you know how do we deal with different types of waste, how do we categorize it and how do we categorically dump it as well because it is important not, we cannot just keep it in our houses as well you have to find a recycler so an effort has to be made from every individual. I think with the kids is that once uh, it can be established in, in them at this age I think their habits can never change and then once it is it is just established in their mind this will go uh, with them for throughout their life so it is a very very important for people like you uh, I think this should be a clear-cut activity in school uh, for especially for primary school uh, with with really young children
0: Yes, and uh, it just uh, reminds me of my time when I was working with the Dell. Uh, it has been taken as the CSR project and I was associated with SCRT schools where we collected some uh, thousand kgs of e-waste and it has been uh, taken up by Dell to the e-waste. But it should be a regular process. It should not come to an end. So thank you for this, and now I'm coming up with a few more questions uh, uh, to you. With financial projects always guiding career choices, how would we motivate more students to consider this as an option? How people can become like you? What will be your message like that?
1: See, I think uh, uh, whenever uh, we think about a career option, obviously money is important. Money is really important for every project, uh, for every person to be successful. You need to earn some good money. And so, uh, but at the same time, I would say I really uh, take pride in my job simply because of the fact, yes, I'm doing good for myself, but I'm also doing something for my country. I'm also doing something for the society, for the community. So I think, uh, yes, uh, money is the main objective, but for any business, if you, can, if you can plan it in a proper way, if you can use the technology in the right manner, if you can go with the government reforms, of course, you will be making money for yourself. So, so the, uh, that is obviously a primary thing for me as well. But at the same time, when you can have an option where you can serve your community as well as do good for yourself, I think that's always the number one option for exactly. someone like me.
0: Yes, exactly. It could be a career choice and it could uh, be a thing for pride like you, you have taken it as a pride for yourself and definitely it's a pride for us also to have a generation of yours thinking in this manner. So my next question to you is how can e-waste management be done ensuring safety for all on a micro level? On, micro,
1: on the micro level, I think uh, simply identification of e-waste is important. So first of all, we have to know that what exactly is e-waste. I think when I said that pencil battery example, when I gave that, it must have uh, rang a bell because you know when even if we, when we're talking about electronic waste, our mind automatically goes to television, mobile phones, but we don't give any kind of weightage to these kind of things because that is done very unconsciously. You just throw it in the dustbin so identification is important once you can identify and uh, you know that this is this kind of waste and then categorically storing and dumping so uh, you know for an individual uh, what what we can do as an individual at least we can collect our household waste we can either give it to a recycler for example when we do this on uh, the collection drives when we go out to these houses of course uh, they can give it to if that does not happen there are many ways of now reaching out to even many producers uh, these days they are running take back programs for, if you go to any of the producers for example if you are buying a samsung phone uh, they are willing to take up your old phone there are take back good lucrative take back schemes implemented by the producers nowadays but as an individual i should be completely aware that i sh- cannot give it to a wala. i know what hap- I should know what happens to my waste after I dump it. When we buy a new mobile phone, we go and talk to everyone in our family, friends. We do a lot of research, whether this phone is good or bad. How's the camera? How's the battery life? So similar attention should be paid. A little bit of attention should be paid even after the end of life. That where is my device going?
0: Yeah,
1: that exactly. will bring a lot of lot of change.
0: Absolutely, we have to think of that. That uh, e-waste is something different from the other waste. Yeah. So the next question is, apart from dismantling, what are the possible ideas that students can use in the school? Because uh, how to collect the e-waste and how to do that, definitely they need some uh, guidance from you.
1: Well, uh, uh, dismantling is the last uh, thing. This is where you completely you know, uh, dismantle a product and you take out the uh, valuables. Uh, many things can be done. First of all, like our model, in our model, we also repair what can be repaired because ultimately repairing has the least amount of impact on the environment. Even if when we are dismantling, there is a 1% impact. Uh, Okay, we are saving 99% compared to the informal sector, but of course there is a cost of recycling uh, on the environment as well. So first thing is refurbishing. If you can refurbish or recreate it or, you know, create something uh, different out of it, that should be the first. And of course, we have been able to like, we have converted our uh, PCBs into paper weights. So we are using that in our office and similarly, there can be many, uh, you know, uh, many different ideas can be implemented on that i went to a few schools so they were making cutlery with the, with the so this, this is the idea that i get from schools you know these are some of the creativity comes from these kids uh, so i have also uh, seen some of the like really creative ideas coming from school children while dealing with e waste
0: yes because this young uh, generation is really really very very enthusiastic and they come up very different ideas so we should be open you give, that. Them,
1: you give yes. them you give them five products uh, uh, five students and lock them in a in a classroom they will come out with something
0: exactly,
1: exactly. Absolutely. just come out with something, nice, something innovative that probably we have not absolutely. seen earlier
0: absolutely so the next question is is there a serious need to choose e-waste as a potential carrier uh, option in india
1: well not just e-waste I would, I would say any any waste management well e-waste is my sector uh, uh, i have been doing it as i said i saw that value uh, in there in e-waste but i'm sure there are other waste streams as well for example now electronic cars are, are coming up so the whole automobile sector is changing after the introduction of electronic cars. Now elect- the lithium-ion batteries will come. So in future, it's a huge pros- prospectus. Now India is also coming out with the automobile policy. So similarly, your plastic recycling, uh, lithium-ion battery recycling, electronic waste—all these are modern concepts. All these are modern problems. So of course, you have a have a better opportunity while dealing with these things. But also, uh, you know, you could be in in app- apparel recycling. I also uh, come across some good good startups, good concepts, they are recycling the apparels, the used apparels, used clothing. Also, uh, you know, uh, various things are done from your MSW, the municipal waste that come out. There are again many serious initiatives coming in India. So, uh, I would not say e-waste in particularly as a potential, of course, e-waste is a really, really good career option at the moment, but it is getting competitive more and more people are coming into it now, but waste management as a sector, I think it presents uh, great career opportunities for young people.
0: Yes. So uh, there is a question in from the audience itself that at the school level suppose they have to reach you, you have shared your number and all, but uh, how to oh, start asking us students to collect the waste or how to take it as a project in the school level?
1: Well, I think there could be a e-waste day, uh, with, uh, there could be a dedicated day to e-waste, probably you can do it on the Earth Day or somewhere. So uh, you can ask your uh, kids to get at least one, uh, you know, electronic, any, any kind of electronic waste, at least one piece from your home, you can collect it and then we as an organization can come in, we can show them some good videos, you know, just uh, uh, as a part of our awareness, okay. yeah. we can play some videos for them, we can have some creative quiz games, uh, uh, some drawing competition, just to engage them uh, with, with the concept this is what we have been doing and it brings great results uh, out uh, and and when, once they get it i think they, they are more more and much more creative than us Exactly. So, as a as a school, I think you can you can do these initiatives. Uh, uh, call a professional organization to create awareness. But I think this should be done on a regular basis. The one time thing does not bring that kind of a change. We are talking about these kids here. Even even in mature people, even in adults, it just not comes through one single initiative. So you need to have multiple initiatives. Should be repeated over a period of, over, over a good period of time so that the habit is installed so that that awareness is installed in their minds
0: exactly so uh, uh, it could be on a very micro level from the school itself where they can start up as a project and okay. ask the students as i have come across uh, a few students in delhi itself there in their school they have taken uh, e-waste as a project and they have become uh, entrepreneur now and they have started up their company in the name of EcoDump. So they have just tied up uh, with a few uh, big brands like Amazon and Flipkart and all, where they are getting the uh, rewarding points instead of dumping the waste. It's not e-waste, but complete waste. If you're dumping your waste, you're getting the rewarding points. So this all can be done. And uh, there are a number of ways and only the thing is we have to initiate it on a micro level so thank you very much but before ending up this session i would like to hear from you what will be your message to this new generation and to the world regarding the waste management or what you will suggest the world to do that.
1: well i would simply say uh, just follow the three r's of recycling uh, the first thing is reduce reuse and recycle So first of all, uh, this whole world is getting materialistic. We should not be too materialistic with every technological advancement. We just want latest gadgets at our disposal. We are always going after these new modifications, upgradations, technological, uh, uh, technological upgradation. So one thing is that we should be content with with what we have. For example, I don't change my phone until it's really necessary, until my old phone just gives up. So you can use your products you should you should enhance the use of your products use it uh, you know till you can till you can before going out to a new product second thing is reuse uh, re- recycling products are uh, uh, are as good as new sometimes so you should not be shy from uh, using the recycle just for a status symbol that I cannot buy an old phone or an old computer well that's just a myth if you're re- if you are using recycled products you are doing something. Uh, it's your contribution uh, to the environment, think it like that ways, and then proceed and the third is recycle, so you have to be conscious with your waste, everything that you throw, everything uh, that was once for a, of a value for you and then has lost its value over a period of time, don't lose your love for them, don't just throw them in the dustbin. you have to be really conscious about. Uh, What identification, segregation and proper disposal of waste is really important as a consumer. And I think if we all can take up this uh, initiative on an individual level, and that individual level can only bring up a big change that we talk about, we cannot just bring a huge change uh, uh, by a single initiative or by any government. I think it has to be done by each and every individual in a more conscious manner just by being consciousness you can really help uh, India bring this change
0: yeah it's really really thank you so much work, awareness drive
1: in your, uh, uh, in your locality or in your school then uh, you can just call us or, or write to us on this email and we, we have a we have a established model for all these initiatives which uh, will be given to you and uh, will be very very proactive with the responses that we give you
0: so it was thank you so much because people were asking about this and you have shared it so on behalf of our future leader group i am really really thankful to you that you have taken out your valuable time to share this and made us aware because it has become an eye-opener now for us to take it forward we will request our entire moderators group and uh, entire uh, audience to take it in a big way because our today's audience are school leaders and definitely they are doing their bit but now they'll be taking it in a big way so thank you Akshay it was a pleasure to see you here and thank you so very much.
1: Thank you so much, ma'am. Thank you, everyone.